0: super talk mississippi media production
1: have you heard all the rave about the new quick grill located inside the be quick chevron on veterans boulevard come visit be quick chevron along with quick grill be quick food marts your locally owned hometown convenience store wherever you are
0: he's the former president and publisher of the sun herald and now he's on the radio Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
2: Good morning and welcome to Coast View. It's a beautiful day outside today, isn't it? Such a beautiful sunrise. Nah, wait a minute. (laughs) Not this morning. Uh, We had so much fog. The fog season has begun to take over. But of course, when it clears, it's going to be beautiful again. Fog, actually, we've all come to understand is an unfortunate byproduct of living in this incredible tropical environment, but we'll take it. You know, we'll take it so that we can have those beautiful days. I've always been sort of intrigued by fog. Fog is is literally a cloud, and this time of year, what makes it so prevalent is the fact that we have these cold fronts that come from the north. It cools the water, and in between those cold fronts, there's this warm air that, that settles in just before the next cold front comes. And when that warm air gets over that cold water, we get, we get essentially clouds, which is fog. Um, anyway, it's always interesting to me. I was thinking this morning that fog is often used as an illusion in literature. There's a lot of different meanings, some good, some bad. But the one that really appeals to me is dreams, that fogs are about dreams. I think about fog, and I think about the uncertainty of dreams, and then I wonder, you know, in your life, are you doing what you need to do to control your own destiny? And this particular show, how does does that apply to the Coast View? We're actually interviewing some extraordinarily successful people. So you have an opportunity to pick up some things that can actually help you realize your dreams. So if you're not looking at it in that way, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to some of our guests. This week's been really good because we had Reed Geist, who owns an ad agency, and he's a personality. And then we had Jerry St. Pay, who's the former president of Ingalls. And man, at 80 years old, he hasn't stopped. And then Dave Dennis. Super successful businessman, unbelievably involved in the community and just just a good person. What an amazing man he is. So uh anyway, it's been it's been a great journey so far. Cal, how are you doing this morning? I am good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Cal's been a, a great partner in this journey. He um, as Tish said this morning, he makes me sound good. So uh and that's so true. So thanks, thanks for all your efforts, Kyle. You bet. Okay. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is what's coming up tomorrow. Um, we, have, we have a very special guest. She was a, in an abusive relationship for 21 years, but she found her voice. She, she learned to tell her story. She didn't let anyone stop her from telling her story. And she's also a successful business owner. She wrote a great book about, called Courage. It's really inspirational. And here's what I want you to do and think about. It. If you know anyone who's suffering abuse... Ask them to tune in tomorrow morning at 9. It could really change their life. It really could. And the last thing I want to do before I, invest, before I uh, introduce our guest this morning, something really important happened yesterday, and that is that Steve Gleason was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. For anyone who was in the Superdome in 2006 when the Saints played Atlanta for the first time since Katrina, and Steve blocked this punt, and you had this sense that the way the crowd responded and, the, and just that moment, you realized you were, you were part of something really special. It was a very, very inspiring moment. And, and obviously no one knew at that time what would happen to Steve. He would, he would contract an incredibly physically debilitating disease <coughs> in ALS. And he goes on in his disease to be an inspiration to so many people. He said not long ago that he chooses to see the beauty in the, in the now. What a, what a wonderful lesson to, to, for people to hear. So he receives the Congressional Medal of Honor yesterday because of the attention that he's brought to this incredible disease. And I can't help but think about some of the people who are listening to this show today. You know people who've had LA, ALS, or, the, you, you know, you, or you know someone who had it because it's, it's, it's a terrible disease. And for the coast, uh, some of you may not know this, but Anthony DePazi, the former president of uh, Mississippi <clears throat> Power, who was an extraordinary leader after hurricane Katrina he contracted ALS and unfortunately died recently and uh, so we come back to Steve Gleason and we say you know we can't thank him enough for in his in his moment finding the beauty and being such an inspiration to everyone around him he also says another thing that in adversity we find our heroes in adversity we find our heroes and one of my heroes is here with me this morning (laughs) Tish Williams. Tish is actually uh, the executive director of the Hancock Chamber. She's been there since 2002, just three years before Katrina. Her work after Katrina in Hancock County has been, is, is literally legendary. Um, you know, you got to remember Hancock County, it was literally ground zero for the worst natural disaster in, in, a hurricane, in, in American history. I described her yesterday as a force to be reckoned with. And then somebody on your Facebook page, um, Tish, said that you're unstoppable. I said, "Wow, is that true?" <laughs> so anyway, she's my old friend Tish. Um, it's been too long, hasn't it?
1: Welcome back to the coast. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. Thank you, thank you. We've it's, been
2: missing you, rookie. Oh, thank you, Tish. You're 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 too kind. Um, it's been great reconnecting, as you know. I've had you know three years off and didn't really look for. I wasn't looking to work again. But this is such an opportunity to, to not only share my passion about Coastal Mississippi, but to really get this moment to, to look back and to remind myself about these amazing people that, I, that I've worked with. Either I knew them personally or I've known of them. And to, and to really help find the essence of who they are so I can share that with people. And hopefully, they'll learn things that help them in their career. They'll fall, fall more in love with Coastal Mississippi, and they'll have a greater appreciation for the kind of leadership it takes to lead this region which i believe is the number one region in the state of mississippi and you're a part of that what is it that keeps you going how do you how how are you how do you remain unstoppable
1: i guess i've always had a passion for what i call pioneer projects taking something that might not exist and turn it into something successful and i've had a wonderful career and tremendous opportunities to be involved in so many transformational projects and working with so many great leaders mm-hmm. in our state
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's made a real big difference as, as you and I were talking about before the show started when you go back in your life and see the things you were involved in it was like it was like it was meant to be that you would end up at the chamber Tell, tell the, the listeners about that journey that you that led you to the chamber
1: Well the interesting thing is the first job that I was offered, when I graduated from Ole Miss School of Journalism by the way was to be the chamber director for Hancock County really and I'll never forget I said I'm going places I'm going national I'm leaving this place and I'm going places and so many of our young people including my own daughters have that same desire to go see the world and gain experience but little did I know that I would end back (laughs) right here in Hancock County With the job, the first job I was offered will probably now be the last job that I will have.
2: Isn't that something?
1: Amazing. But you know what? I wasn't prepared until now. Yeah. And so that journey took me around the country and right back
2: home. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's so interesting to think about uh, what John Harrison said, that our number one export is our talent. You know, and, uh, you know, even Dave alluded it to to it some yesterday about, you know, it, we it's, it's our hope that even if someone does go away, they'll find their way back. And that happens a lot. You you did find your way back. So you were involved in tourism and doing things in the tourism sector. Talk a little bit about what that was all about and what you
1: learned. Well, my first job right out of college, I really credit my first mentor, George Slogel. Uh CEO, Hancock Bank, now Hancock Whitney Bank, and I went to him and said, you know, hey, I'm looking for a job, and I had the opportunity to work for the Miss USA pageant when it was Mm -hmm. here on the coast, Mm -hmm. and to be able to work under the leadership of George Slogal, one of our great leaders on the coast, Mm -hmm. and to see how he assembled the best leaders on the coast to be part of you know, it wasn't about a beauty pageant, it was about A community coming together, working toward a common goal, and that was to market the Mississippi Gulf Coast through the Miss USA pageant. Mm -hmm. And that was a wonderful opportunity that really my husband, George Williams, was the tourism director at the time, Mm -hmm. and he was the one who brought that to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And what a wonderful opportunity for us to be able to showcase Mississippi through that medium international telecast
2: yeah i've been having conversations with george he'll be on the show uh in in just a few days and you know i said george we have to focus on your life to start out with we'll come back in future shows Mm because he has so many specialties he's literally a walking historian what he can say about the coast what he can say about leadership what he can say about the, the history of the bank and the role that it played in this community is is really really important but it's so interesting that you bring him up as your number one mentor. He's been, been the subject of many conversations throughout this journey that I've been on.
1: I was actually an mm-hmm. intern <clears throat> first for the Miss USA pageant under the leadership of John McFarlane. <laughs> the, he yeah. ran the press room. <laughs> right, right, right. So that was a great opportunity to work with another wonderful leader for yes. our community, John McFarlane. I learned so much John from did, him. You know,
2: as you know, we worked, we worked together at the Sun Herald for so many years, and his leadership of the, the Red Cross these days is just extraordinary. Um, so you have uh, you had a great like beginning that ultimately prepared you well for your leadership of the chamber Um, so what I want to do after the break I want to come back and I want to explore more how you know these three years before Katrina hit you know how you began your your learning at the chamber and then Katrina hits and it literally changed your life and ultimately defined you as a person as a leader Um, I want to come back to that and have that conversation. So after this break, we're going to continue our conversation with Tish Williams, the executive director for the Hancock County Chamber. And uh, as I said before earlier, uh, she's also one of my heroes. So we'll be back after this break.
3: And live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgolfcoast.com.
4: Money in your pocket.
3: So you probably already know, Adventures Pub and Spirits has won awards for local favorites Hangout on the Coast and Best Bar on the Coast, but you may not know that Adventures also features an excellent lunch special menu Monday through Friday. Homemade lasagna, burgundy beef tips, chicken fried steak, oh, shrimp creole, and more for only $8.95. Oh, my personal favorite, the seafood pie loaded up. Lump crab meat, shrimp and cheese, baked in a flaky pie crust. Adventures Pub and Spirits, one block north of the Hard Rock, next door to City Hall on Lemieux. So Sometimes
1: the sniffles turn out to be more than the sniffles. (laughs) Luckily, there's a Walgreens right around the corner so you can feel better faster. And right now, get select Vicks NyQuil, DayQuil, Sinex, and Flu Therapy products for only $9.99 each with card. No reason to waste more time feeling lousy this cold season. Get in and out in minutes so you feel better faster. (sighs) Walgreens. Trusted since 1901. Uses directed. Restrictions may apply. See store for details. Valid in store through January 18th. A cold can
3: ruin your day. Sneezing, coughing, stuffiness, it's the worst, especially when you know you have a life to live. But when you have a cold, life doesn't stop, so neither should you. DayQuil Severe provides maximum strength relief for your worst cold and flu symptoms, so you can get through your day like a champ. I mean, seriously, who's got time to be sick? Don't let a cold ruin your day. DayQuil Severe is fast and powerful relief, and that's what you want. DayQuil, the nighttime coughing, aching, stuffy head, power through your day medicine. Sometimes the
0: issues of life require the assistance of a professional. Whether it involves an asbestos-related disease such as mesothelioma, personal injury from an accident, a real estate issue, or even an impending arrest charge, you need the help of an attorney. Cumbest Cumbest Hunter and McCormick have more than 100 years combined experience representing the interests of Jackson County and Gulf Coast clients. Cumbest Cumbest Hunter and McCormick, proud to support the Ole Miss Rebels. 762-5422, cchmlawyers.com. Inspire students and elevate learning outcomes with Rico Interactive Whiteboards from RJ Young. Easily write, draw, edit, move, and save information. Connect your laptop or mobile device to turn static content into interactive lessons. Encourage participation with the easy-to-use Windows 10-based controller. To begin empowering educators, visit rjyoung.com
3: slash whiteboards.
0: This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk, Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
2: Welcome back. Um, I have my old friend. We haven't seen each other in a long time, but just, you know, it's the way it usually is with old friends. Ricky,
1: you're supposed to say a friend of many years. Um, Okay, there you go. Thank you, (laughs) Tish. But it's like any good
2: friend You, you don't see each other for a long time and you get together and then suddenly, you know, you just.
1: Pick it right back up. The
2: connection is back, you know, back again. Uh, yeah, She and I were talking earlier about how with Katrina, a lot of us that were involved in the in the recovery effort, you know, you didn't have time to, you know, other than say, how are you doing and make sure you're still alive, you know. You were focused on the here and now and the work that we were doing, and you really didn't have time to sit down and visit, so to speak, you know. So, uh, you know, she and I came in kind of contact with each other all the time, but we couldn't, n- neither one of us could recall the specific moment that we met—it's uh, interesting—but Katrina was a was a defining moment for you. So you you were in your role as executive director uh, director of the chamber for about three years, and then and you t- tell us tell us how
1: you thought about that when you came home. You thought what? I thought I was coming home to smell the roses, <laughs> be a mother first, and have the easiest job of my lifetime, and just the opposite happened. But what happened was I I saw the plan that God had for me unfold before my very eyes because he was preparing me for this very moment, and that was to respond to the aftermath of Katrina Mm -hmm. because I had had the opportunity to work at a national level with a nonprofit organization working throughout the country on fund development. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it gave me the tools that I needed to be able to put – programs into action that were going to be needed in the mm-hmm. aftermath of Katrina. So,
2: yeah, your leadership didn't just play out in helping helping touch people to help them understand we can, we can make our way through this. It didn't just play out in, as it relates to the day-to-day responsibilities involved in the chamber, although those, those changed dramatically, but you formed a foundation. There's so many different things you did. Mm-hmm. I want to cover. I want to cover each aspect of that. So in the immediate aftermath of the storm, What was your thought?
1: What are we going to do now? And thankfully, I was in Jackson when the storm hit, and I immediately went to the Mississippi Development Authority and knocked on their door and found myself in the middle of their strategic planning session on how they were going to respond to help the business community. And the first person I called was another mentor of mine, young Jody Compretta. Oh, yeah. He and John Baxter are the two who hired me to be the chamber director back in 2002, and he was a person of passion who still to this day motivates me and inspires yeah. me because he had this mantra, which I still live by today, and that is failure cannot cope with persistence Mm. and think about that. Isn't that
2: so true? It is so true.
1: You know, and so to be persistent in everything that you do, that's going to determine your success. And so through Katrina, so many leaders like Jody Compreta have emerged. And I like to think that the chamber is a conduit to help people achieve their goals and put their passion to work for their community
2: mm-hmm. yeah it was never you know it, there's been an element of this in every conversation we've had that that when a business owner recognizes that when he's active in the community like like the chamber for example there's so much more in it for them than they realize the opportunity to give back to the community or the opportunity to build relationships the opportunity to to learn from those relationships things that can help you in your personal and professional life i mean it's really you can get anything from it you choose to get from it but first you got to do it. And what you saw were chamber members that as they sort of lifted their head above the debris and began to realize that failure is not an option what you began to realize was that you were surrounded by a lot of amazing people who were just who were willing to willing to do what Haley said and that is you know hitch up your britches and get your boots on and move forward. You saw that all around you, didn't you?
1: You know, and an example of that is a group of business leaders in our community who are from the local area and wanted to rebuild their businesses, but they needed a catalyst. And so they came together, they call themselves the Bay Area Recovery Team. And it started with Jody Compretta and then it went to Jolyn Trapani, uh, Lee Seal, my husband George. I'm going to leave out a number of people, but it was a small group of business men and women who came together and they met religiously, mm-hmm. religiously every week mm-hmm. at Trapani's restaurant when it wasn't even on the waterfront anymore. And they thought about what they could do to create a catalyst that would rebuild the business community. And guess what that catalyst was? The harbor. Of course. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. Lee Seal was a a champion for that project and even funded his own study to prove that the harbor was the right thing to do to rebuild the waterfront mm-hmm. and to be a catalyst for economic recovery for Bay St. Louis. Wow. And it's proven to be true. So when you,
2: I, I think, you know, it's, I, I, I'm curious when you stand there and look at those amazing businesses with the architecture, the buildings that's, that really complement one another and you see the harbor and you see life and you see, you hear people talking about how, Amazing, this is how does it make you feel?
1: It makes me so proud of the courageous people that we have in our community who did not let Katrina stop them from coming back to their hometown and rebuilding their business through great adversity. Right, and you look at the waterfront, in particular in Bay St. Louis, and you see um, Baytown Inn, you know, Nikki Moon, who is now a coast leader and the chairman of the new coastal. Mississippi Regional Tourism Program, she came back and she rebuilt Baytown Inn and turned it into something even greater than all it right. was before. Mm-hmm. And then you just go down the waterfront and you see Miss Miss Ann, who brought back North Beach, the Trapanis, you know, and the list goes on and on, Cuzzes, mm-hmm. you know, Christy and Cuz Barnes. These are all mm-hmm. local people who believe in our community, and they were willing to put themselves and their financial position on the line to take a chance that we were going to come back even better and stronger than we were. Every
2: single one of those stories has vision and tenacity and dogged determination and especially a serious love for community. You know, and we've said this before, but we learned that buildings don't make a community, the people do. And the people, you know, those that are have their roots here that love this place are going to, you know, would, would help rebuild. What is it about your prior foundation or your, your national experience that helped mm-hmm. you understand that there needed to be a, me- a mechanism in that foundation that was formed? T- tell us about that.
1: Well, I had the opportunity to work for the Foundation Fighting Blindness in Baltimore, Maryland for over 10 years, and my job was to build fundraising for eye research. But through that process, I learned the mechanics of operating a nonprofit foundation. And after Katrina, I remember going to um, my board and saying, We need to establish a 501c3 nonprofit because the chambers are a 501c6. Mm-hmm. And they said, Why? We've been around since 1925. Why do we need to do this now? I said, I don't know, but let's just get it done and then we'll figure it out later. And because I had an opportunity to apply for a $50,000 grant. Well, over time, we were able to apply for and bring in over $11 million in grants, we would not have had that opportunity if we did not have that 501c3 in place. Right, And so it became a catalyst not only for rebuilding Hancock County, but for now giving others who have a passion in our community an umbrella organization to give them the chance to put their passion to work. In Hancock County now and into the future
2: so in the next segment we're actually going to talk more about um, the chamber what's happening at the chamber the here and now of the chamber but I'm curious as new leaders come to town new businesses come to town in Hancock County how did they sense that something special about the people that and they see their soul through their eyes I like to say that you can see someone's soul through their eyes because of the experience of, the, of you working together do they comment about that do they notice it
1: it's always about the people. Mm-hmm. And that is the number one driver for the rebuilding of Hancock County. And it's what attracts people mm-hmm. now to invest in Hancock County. Mm-hmm. People like Jim McPhail, who came in as a developer from New Orleans with his wife, Catherine, and they have invested in so many properties throughout Hancock County. And they are the future. They are what we're going to see Hancock County become the future's now. We're yeah. only really just beginning. Yeah.
2: So, um to kind of sum up the Katrina tr- chapter in your life, you, when you when you talk to people today, is there a, a basic statement that you make about it um uh, as you look back? Let's say this person's not from here. What do you say to them?
1: Well, you said it earlier and re- actually my daughter trisha is the one who said this to me when I was you know, in the aftermath of Katrina, my daughters, my twin daughters were only eight years old. And I thought, what am I doing to them? I'm raising them in a disaster community. They're going to grow up in a disaster community. And my daughter, Trisha looked at me and she said, Mama, it's not the buildings that make the town. It's the people.
2: Oh, wow.
1: From an eight-year-old. This is, yeah. you know, the words of wisdom came. That's- and she was so right. And that is really what makes Hancock County the best place to live and raise a family.
2: Yeah, but gosh is that true, and, and I don't care who you talk to, that anyone in the leadership role realized that that was the case. I remember actually that, that effort that Mystic state, state was involved in that, about bringing Bay St. Louis and Waveland together, and I guess in theory it made sense, but then you know it melted down in about six months, I think, because people were not going to lose their identity with their communities. They, just, they weren't going to let this disaster cause that to happen. So anyway, um, after the break, I want to I want to really get into what's going on at the chamber these days. I also want to ask you about Stennis and mm-hmm. the role that they're playing in the community, and um, and then we'll you know we'll continue that conversation. But this has been so so awesome to reconnect, and and your fire and your desire is so contagious. So after the break, we'll continue our conversation with you. Tish Williams.
0: From the Singing River Electric and Coast Electric Newsroom, your news now one of the most
5: innovative and engaging teachers in the country is right here from South Mississippi at Pops Ferry Elementary Blakely 4 is one of three teachers in Mississippi and one of 31 in the nation to be selected as an extraordinary educator by curriculum associates to be selected for the award teachers must show growth and achievement through formal assessment and demonstrate classroom innovation and engagement practices for students a 54 year old Moss Point man has been sentenced to 16 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to trafficking methamphetamine Lowry Sanders has also been in order to pay a $1,500 fine. In June of 2018, Biloxi police arrested Sanders with 72 grams of meth at a Biloxi hotel. One person was killed in a fire that spread quickly early Wednesday morning, consuming the North Hancock County camper trailer that he lived in. Firefighters arrived shortly before 7 a.m. to a camper fully engulfed. ID of the deceased has not yet been confirmed. For Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1, I'm
0: Kyle Curley everyone in my family uses electricity differently but when it comes to our touchstone energy cooperative we all think about it the same way the co-op is power power. sure electricity turns the lights on but power is the information i get from my co-op about efficiency safety technology and i trust the co-op because we We are are the co-op
3: they're our neighbors our friends
0: our home brought to you by coast electric and singing river electric your touchstone energy cooperatives
6: I'm JB Brown, one of the uh, sports medicine doctors at Bienville Orthopedic Specialist. So athletes put their bodies through an extreme amount of activity and sometimes they will have strains and sprains. So the difference boils down to a couple of different things here. Sprains are typically used to refer to stretching or tearing a ligament, and ligaments connect our bones together. Strains, on the other hand, are referred to muscle injuries or tendon injuries which uh, attach those muscles to the bone. So anytime an athlete experiences either of these, their symptoms always include pain, swelling, soreness, and if it's severe enough they may not be able to continue in their athletic endeavors. Sometimes they'll have bruising and stiffness and sometimes muscle spasm occurs. So once that happens to an athlete we recommend that they discontinue their athletic activity and seek some medical care. What we like to do is to get the body part elevated as soon as possible. We like to place ice on it. We start anti-inflammatory medications so this gives them a chance to start the healing process quickly which allows us to get them back into the game sooner than if we waited a little bit later.
3: The Eagle Hour covering Southern Miss and Conference USA sports. It's the latest news from Southern Miss athletics and conversations with Southern Miss coaches, players, and Golden Eagles legends like former head football coach Todd Munkin.
0: Coach, you came here when times were very, very bad. When you look back on your time at Southern Miss, what are the things that you enjoy thinking about the most?
5: Probably the unbelievable cooperative spirit for not only athletics, but but the student body as a whole. I've never been anywhere, and I'm talking about anywhere, where the people. People that are involved in the university want to see every single student be successful and your program be successful and are willing to help in any way necessary.
3: Catch the Eagle Hour each weekday at 1 p.m. on this Supertalk station and always available on demand at supertalk.fm.
5: When the power goes out, you feel helpless stumbling in the dark especially during a hurricane is dreadful bay motor winding wants you to have your comfort and independence a briggs and stratton standby generator system from bay motor winding will automatically power your entire home keeping the lights appliances and cooling running smoothly select briggs and stratton generators come with a 10-year parts and labor warranty visit baymotorwinding.com before the power goes out
0: from the gallo radio show Archive. archives, archives.
6: In the house, Mike Hurst. When I started at the end of 2017, sadly, our office had gotten so low during the last administration, I think in FY16, we prosecuted 11 illegal immigration cases, 11, which is is embarrassing. First year I was there, we had jumped almost 700% to 77 prosecutions, and, Paul, that number I think is going to increase very much more this year. We are continuing to see illegal immigration uh, impact crime around the state. I'll give you a perfect example. About a month ago, we prosecuted an illegal alien who had brought 9 kilos of heroin and 1 kilo of fentanyl through our state now to give your listeners an idea of what 2.2 pounds of fentanyl will do that will wipe out a million people paul that'll wipe out a third of our state this
0: has been another gallo radio show audio archive the Mississippi Power Weather Center. Your weather now. Now.
5: Mostly cloudy today. 40% chance of afternoon showers high in the low 70s. Still could see a possibility of some lingering fog throughout South Mississippi as well. Tonight cloudy, 30% chance of early showers, the overnight low in the mid-50s. Tomorrow sprinkled showers throughout the day. Highs in the mid-60s with a 50% chance of rain Friday night, the low 61. Visit MississippiPower.com slash ways to save to learn about programs and
0: resources that can help you save energy and money on your electric bill. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coastview with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk, Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
2: Welcome back. We're having a fantastic conversation with Tish Williams, uh, the executive director of the Hancock County Chamber. And we just sort of went through her chapter on, on uh, Katrina and what it meant for the community, what it meant to her, what it meant to the, the, the other leaders there. And in this segment, we're actually going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk a, a little bit more about what the chamber is these days, what they're what they are up to. But um, we, we hinted at this at the, at the uh, end of the last segment. I want to, for just a second, hear Tish's point of view about Stennis and its importance to Hancock County and to the coast, because she's been in a great position to sort of watch uh, what's happening there. What's your thoughts on Stennis these days?
1: Our greatest opportunity is now. The president has said we're going to the moon by 2024 and testing the largest rocket ever built is going to happen right here in Hancock County.
2: Wow. That's incredible. You know, and John, John Harrison talked about the, the you know, the, the region goes beyond just the coast of Mississippi. And when you think about Missou and what's happening at Missou, and they wouldn't even be there if it weren't for Stennis. And now that rocket you said is actually on the ground in Stennis. That's incredible. So, um, Let's talk a little bit about the chamber. So the, the chamber these days is, uh, you know, what's the health of this? Give us the state of the
1: state address on, on the chamber these days. Well, you can find out next week when we have our annual meeting on Thursday. Yeah. Diamond Head Country Club. I
2: saw that Joe Sprague is going to be there. He's
1: going to be our keynote speaker yeah. because one of the biggest issues facing our businesses this year has been the opening of the Bonnie Carey Spillway right. and the proposed diversion projects. And so our members want to know what is going on, what is the status, and where are we going in the future with this issue, and to be able to determine how it's going to affect their business. So he will be there as our keynote speaker. We're also going to be introducing some new programs for the chamber. You know, after Katrina, we had so many programs that were not necessarily traditional chamber projects. We got involved in housing. We were a bank. We did Anything that needed to be done to get us back to recovery, um, we did it. And our mission is so broad, it allows us to do whatever the community really needs us to do to be able to create success for our businesses. So now we're moving into a different role, and that is the role of the new media, which you've touched on with some of your other guests. Mm-hmm. And this is the opportunity that we have to be able to really be a resource for the new media for the coast. Mm -hmm. And I think the Chambers have always been an underutilized communications tool for communities. And so what we're going to be doing this year is we're introducing um, a new webinar. What we found is that people don't want to get up at 730 in the morning and go to a learning session, so we're going to create professional development series through webinars so that you can sit in your pajamas and pull up the webinar on different tools that you need to be able to market your business effectively with limited budgets that we all have and so they'll be able to tap into these webinars on their schedule. We're also going to be doing something similar to like what you're doing. Uh, We'll have our own podcast and we're going to be focusing on um, issues that are important to the business community. We're going to have a governmental update every month from our um, city leaders and county leaders. We're going to be talking with our members about things that they want to know about. It's going to be in the know and on the go because Mm -hmm. inquiring minds want to know what's going on with the new hotel development at the corner of Main and Beach. What is Jim McPhail going to be doing with all these properties that he now owns and when will he start building uh, the new uh, development on 2nd Street? There's so many projects that people are curious about and we want to be able to bring that information to them through the new media.
2: So you actually see yourself, I see you know, it's, a, it's a multifaceted opportunity for the Chamber, but you actually see yourself actually being a, 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 a conduit for news. You know, yes. News that's important. So as traditional media has begun to change pretty dramatically, you see the opportunity for the, for the Chamber to become sort of maybe the, the, the center of the nucleus for in, information exchange in, in the county.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Wow. I have to introduce you to uh, Alberto Ibargama from the Knight Foundation. There may be some opportunities there. I would love to explore that with you guys.
1: I would like to see us become a model for development on how Chambers of Commerce throughout the country can be used as a communications vehicle mm-hmm. using the new media.
2: Wow, That's, that, what, a great, what a great possibility. So what else is happening at the Chamber these days?
1: Well, this past year, we had the opportunity to work on another transformational project with Gulf Regional Planning Commission. We actually um, created and managed the Regional Transportation Summit. Mm -hmm. And that was so important because I don't think that many people realize or recognize how important transportation is to community and economic development. And so we were able to bring together leaders from across the coast. um, and We had 20 sponsors. We were able to bring in... The U.S. Department of Sec- the Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chao, and then she announced um, a major announcement for Amtrak in bringing mm-hmm. Amtrak back to the coastal region.
2: hmm Wow, that's that's really that's really important. So, what's your message these days to the to the chamber potential chamber member that you want to join, and you, you you're really giving them your pitch. What's your pitch?
1: Well, this year our theme is blazing the trail because really our future is beginning right now. Everything's in place now. Our infrastructure is rebuilt. Our businesses are, for the most part, rebuilt. We're seeing investors coming in from outside Hancock County into Hancock County, making investments in commercial developments. And we're also seeing our second home residents coming back to Bay St. Louis and Hancock County. So this is gonna rebuild our customer base, right? So building opportunities to increase customers for our businesses is the number one thing that we all have to do.
2: Okay, So so you're talking about second home. It's uh, interesting. When I was, I always knew that Louisiana and New Orleanians and the surrounding area saw Bay St. Louis, Waveland, and Past Christian sort of as a little playground for them over the years. You know, they're they're many generations. Uh, I always wondered after Katrina how many of them would come back. And it was interesting that uh, when I was in New Orleans and spent time there, I bumped into people all the time who said, well, we rebuilt here, we rebuilt there, we've got our little compound over here in Past Christian, and, I mean, they they still love this area. They had no intention of walking away. That's, it's pretty significant, isn't it?
1: The second home market is what drives our economy in Hancock County. And so this past year, we launched an inaugural parade of homes And we featured 38 homes throughout Hancock County. We had over 20 sponsors that joined with us in this marketing opportunity and to showcase these wonderful homes that we have for sale. And we're going to continue to do that again this year and well into the future. We had over 500 people from 10 states that participated in the program. So it was our opportunity to showcase this wonderful place that we get to call home and invite them to come and be a part of our community.
2: Man, that is that is so that is so cool to hear. So I, I'm actually curious when you th- you know you think about the New Harbor and you think about the buildings along, you know uh, the, the the beachfront or the the harbor front, and then Old Town. What what other aspects of Bay St. Louis have emerged that that you're really proud of since since Katrina?
1: I think Old Town has been the attraction drives people to Bay St. Louis and everybody benefits from that and what we're seeing now is we're seeing that there's a lot of space that is no longer available in Old Town and so it's like the concentric circle of economic development and so okay if we can't get in Old Town then you go out to Highway 90 and then you keep growing out from there and the entire county is going to benefit from the health of the Old Town District because it's going to just drive more and more businesses along the Highway 90 corridor and help to continue to increase the economic activity for all of our businesses.
2: It's, it is, it is, um, it can't be overstated how much people enjoy going to a place like that and parking and then walking around in a very serendipitous experience. They don't, you know, unless you've been there before, you don't. You're just looking for the next door to see what's unique is there, the art and the culture and the food. It's it's really amazing how diverse it is and how wonderful it has become.
1: And Second Saturday, which has been around now for decades, really is the date and time. You know, a wise man once told me, success has a date and a time. (laughs) So your date and time, you know you're going to find something going on on Second Saturday. But honestly you can find something going on every night <laughs> in Hancock County. Trust me. My mother asked me the other day, she said, do you go somewhere every day and night? I was, yes, we do. <laughs> you know, because there's just so much going on. And it's exciting because we have so many creative people. We are truly the creative economy, mm-hmm. a wonderful example of the creative economy. And you see that in all the amazing events that are our business leaders are putting on. They just did Dolly Should. I mean, who would have thought, Dolly Should what? Dolly Should have her birthday party here. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, so creative. I love, I love that. the leaders that we have in our community.
2: It, that is so awesome. Um, you know, there's a lot of inspiration. All you have to do is look for it. Before we, before we um, started our little session this morning, she said that she doesn't have any hobbies. Tish, her hobby is her work. And I'm not surprised that you, that you are on the go day and night weekends you know whatever it takes because it is awesome when you love what you do. isn't
1: it? Well George Slogel once said he goes it's the, called the art of living they never know when you're working or playing because to you they're the same.
2: Oh that's awesome. That's a, So after the break we've got a, a short segment uh, at the end and what I want to do is just circle back and just uh, see what we're missing as it relates to this conversation with the chamber. I want to talk a little bit about the Bonnie Carey Spillway Uh, I have a passion about that as well. We'll be back with Tish Williams uh, after this break.
6: Convenience, or saving your time, is promised by a lot of people these days. But going to one place for one thing, then another for something else, is your time wasted. That's why Polk's Drugs is real convenience. At Folk's Drugs, you can fill up the boat or small motors with non-ethanol-grade gas. Then grab the coldest beer around with the huge, huge selection of beer, and a lot of it local beers. Folk's Drugs is convenience. Pops Ferry Road in Biloxi and Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs.
4: Save time at Folk's Drugs. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well...
0: That's ZipRecruiter.com slash search.
1: Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Jen London with A Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. It's a free service, and we've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. There's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call today.
4: Call a place for mom at 1-800-391-1755. That's 1-800-391-1755. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
0: The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson
6: of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree?
5: Land they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier
6: and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate.
5: Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. In the house, none other than the executive director of MDA, Glenn
0: McCullough. No less than CNBC last week said Mississippi is taking the lead along with North Carolina, uh, I think in Montana in Rhode Island. They mentioned Engel Shipbuilding and the integration of young students into the workplace. was with the Toyota Wellspring Fund uh, with the principal from New Albany High School. He said, our 10th graders right now work on equipment that's in the Toyota Corolla assembly plant in Blue Springs. And they are so energized and excited, they cannot wait to go to work and assemble automobiles.
5: All of our work on drones, all of our work on uh, building helicopters, our radar systems, That's right. Forest. That's right. Automobile entry. There's a lot of good things going on that you only hear here because most of the media out there would not tell you. We tune into the Paul Gallo Show, Super Talk Mississippi. I'll use that as a promo.
0: Thank (laughs) you, sir. From the Gallo Archives. It's a great time to be on the coast, and we love talking about it. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
2: Welcome back. We've got Tish Williams here, the executive director for the Hancock County Chamber. You mentioned that at your annual meeting that's coming up uh, that Joe Spragans is going to be speaking, and he's going to actually be on this show. What I, I sent him back and I said, Joe, you're a cat with nine lives. I mean, when you look at his, he's been through so many different <laughs> careers. I mean, his career in the National Guard alone was uh, incredible. And then the role he played after Katrina, you know, uh, here in Harrison County, and then the role that he's playing today. Man, is there a lot to talk about. Um, But, we're, you know, I I intend to actually discuss Bonnie Carey with him as well because that's probably one of the hottest subjects. And as as I watched that, um, I was uh, so discouraged that, you know, because we weren't going to flood the city of New Orleans, nobody wants the city of New Orleans to flood. There aren't many options, and so they've been, you know, over the years, opening the Bonacary spillway and pouring all that, in some cases, very polluted freshwater into the Mississippi Sound. So we have two things we have to deal with: polluted water and freshwater intrusion into a an estuary that is extremely fragile. Um, and when you study that issue, there aren't a lot of really, you know, simple, affordable solutions. So I'm so happy that the coast is now begun to really focus on that and formed an organization. I saw Gerald Blessy, who's also going to yes. be on a, on a future show, uh, is, is really on the, on the uh, topic. Um, hopefully we can find viable solutions, and if there aren't any immediate, we can, we can get congressional support on, on the expensive solutions so that the Mississippi Sound is not the sacrificial lamb because right. that's what it is today. It's the least of the evils they're looking at. And more than anything, maybe in the future we'll study econo- i mean the environmental impact. But the impact on the businesses has been pretty significant, hasn't it? At least a worry around
1: It's that. the number one issue that our businesses face this year, not just the seafood industry but all of our commercial businesses. And so that's why it was so important for us to bring General Spragans to our annual meeting next yeah. Thursday yeah. at Diamond Head Country Club to give our members that firsthand information yeah. about where we are going from here.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, and I'm glad you're doing that. And hopefully, we can find some solutions. So, you have a new hotel coming. Yes. Tell us about it.
1: Thanks to Mike Cure and the Cure Land Company, another local family who has made an $18 million investment in their hometown, in their home county of Hancock County, and is right there at Beach in Maine on the most prestigious location right next to my office at Hancock Whitney Bank, by the way. (laughs) Um, We are so excited about this Mm -hmm. opportunity because what it's going to do, it's a 59-room all-suite hotel, boutique hotel, and it's going to give us the opportunity to bring more customers to all of our businesses. So Mm -hmm. all of our businesses will benefit From this economic catalyst.
2: So the the location in and of itself is strategic, not to mention it's a great investment and it's going to be a wonderful boutique hotel. The strategic location is important.
1: Exactly, because it's going to be a feeder for all of our small businesses who need more customers to create that economic vitality that we want them to have.
2: $18 million investment. Yes. Wow. What, I mean, see, that's the key. The key is having people like that who are willing, who see the vision for that community and are willing to invest. Right. And you have others
1: like that as well, right? Exactly. So the Pearl Hotel is set to open in September. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine right before cruising the coast what kind of opportunities that's going to create for us?
2: You've mentioned Jim McPhail's name a couple of times. Tell me about him.
1: Well, Jim is a developer. He and his wife are developers in New Orleans, and he has tremendous love for Bay St. Louis and really all of Hancock County and he and Catherine have made substantial investments in Hancock County and it first started with uh, North Beach restaurant they are the owners of North Beach and they have bought up a number of properties throughout Hancock County and over time they really will be the future of where we will end up and that's what I'm so excited about because really We've only just begun. Our future starts today, Mm -hmm. and it's through all these developments that the McPhails and others like them will be investing in and bringing those outside investors into Hancock County. The tremendous economic opportunities that we have are only just beginning now.
2: They sound like a dynamic duo. Yes. Um, You'll have to introduce me to them because I I would love to have them on the show.
1: Well, did you hear about the Oyster Drop? Okay, that was his vision. Really? Okay, and he and Catherine invested in the Oyster Drop, and I was there. It was yeah. wall-to-wall people, you know, in the streets. We closed down the streets. Fireworks were going off. The oyster was dropping. <laughs> you know, there's just so much creativity in our community that makes it just fun to live there, to visit mm-hmm. there, and to raise a family there. So we,
2: uh, we're nearing the end of our time. But, you know, Tish, what we've learned is that the Chamber is such an important an integral part of that community, not just after Katrina. I mean, Katrina. In some ways, you can't change the fact that the disaster happened, but but after it happened, you figured out what is the good in all of this. How can we find the good? What is it that really matters ultimately? And how do we rebuild? And you and that resilience that you learned has guided you every step of the way. It's it's that thing that's in your heart and soul that has caused developers to want to come in here and be a part of this. because They see it, they they feel it, they know something special is happening. But your leadership, what you have brought, is, um, can't be un- overstated. Um, I can't thank you enough for, for spending this time with me. Um, anything you'd like to say closing out?
1: Well, I think one of the things that drives me is just faith and family. Yes, It's the foundation that my parents gave me, my grandparents gave me, and I'm just following in their footsteps and doing whatever I can do to make Hancock County a better place to live.
2: Well, thank you very much. And I look forward to continuing to work with you now as we continue to look for other amazing people that I can have conversations with. And uh, anyway, God bless you. Thank you for your leadership. And I look forward to seeing you again. Thanks, Ricky. This has been Tish Williams, the Executive Director of the Hancock County Chamber. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this hour. I know I did. Thank you. Have a great Thanks, Ricky. Uh, evening. Bye.